boundaries. Boundaries. We're working on the book of Genesis today. Specifically the story of Adam and Eve. It's been on my heart for a minute. How many of you have ever had a loved one violate or disrespect your boundaries? It doesn't have to be in a big way. Something as simple as a parent coming in your room unannounced. Or a friend running and telling some information that you told them that you really didn't want people to know. And you end up with this feeling like, why did they do that? And then you have a choice. You can either continue to let the behavior go. You can stay silent. But I tried that out. Usually, it doesn't really end that well. Usually, if you do not speak up, the violation of boundaries may continue. God experienced this in the Garden of Eden. He gave Adam specific instructions. He said, hey, 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 I made this place for you. I made this place for you. It's got everything you need. Everything you need. Somebody say, everything you need. Many times, God already has everything we need in place. But he had a set of rules, some boundaries that were very important to him that he had to communicate to Adam. And Adam was supposed to communicate that to Eve. As we know, if we've read the story, they did not respect the boundaries God sent. Genesis chapter 2 verse 17 says, But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. God gave Adam very specific boundaries that he very seriously wanted to be respected. There are many times that we give people boundaries that we very seriously want respected. And what did Adam and Eve do? Did they listen? No, they violated those boundaries. Now they were convinced by the serpent in the story. He told them that they, if they ate of the fruit, if they ate of the fruit, that they would become like God. He said that to Eve. Genesis chapter three, verse three. Well, let's go back to verse two. And the woman said unto the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, ye shall not eat of it. Neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die, 
For God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw the tree was for good, was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes. Tree wasn't ugly, tree looked great. And a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof, and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. They did not listen to the boundaries God set. Now, the natural world, the world around us says that if someone violates our boundaries, if someone doesn't listen to what we say, what are we supposed to do? Cut them off. I've seen people, you, you get online, you see people getting cussed up, left, down, right, whatever direction they have. But what did God do? What did God do? I imagine he probably knew what happened. But God still called out to Adam. We see chapter 3, verse 9, Genesis. And the Lord called out unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? Somebody say, Where art thou? He was calling, calling for Adam, calling for his child. Though he might, he probably knew that Adam had already violated this very serious boundary. And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and hid myself. Adam is giving him justification for why he did not come when God called him. Why he did not listen. God said, who told thee that thou was naked? Good question, because they had no They were innocent before. Has thou eaten of the tree whereof I commanded thee that thou shouldest not eat? He's giving Adam a chance to own up to what he did. And what did Adam do? As many of us do when we are uh, uh, caught, when we have wronged someone in a way that we know we shouldn't have done it. He passed the buck. 17 or this is a 12 says and the man said the woman whom thou gavest to be with me she gave me of the tree and i did eat and the lord god said unto the woman what is this that thou hast done and the woman said the serpent beguiled me and i did eat they passed the buck they didn't want to come out and just say I was wrong they had to say no it was for this reason it was for that reason it was for this reason now if we're looking at this if this is a relationship this is toxic right this is what that's what the youth it's toxic this is a toxic relationship God has asked these people to respect his boundaries they haven't and now they're giving excuses man and he told them that if you eat this you'll die man. now here's what I realized reading this they ate the fruit and they're still talking, right? I don't believe God fully meant that right in that moment they were going to drop dead. But they lost their innocence because they sought that tree that had knowledge. It's like if you give an iPhone to someone who's, who's not mentally mature enough, they, they will lose their innocence. 
It's not a coincidence that it has a bite out of it, a fruit with a bite out of it, by the way. I think it's an apple. Apple, you know. You give that to someone who's not prepared, they're suddenly become a know-it-all. Suddenly you you might be they might watch graphic content, they might do something that might scar them or or mature them too quick. Society usually says if someone disrespects you, if someone hurts your feelings, what do you do? You get you get back. You get revenge. What did God do? Did he strike them dead? No. But they did have to face consequences. Just like in a regular relationship, boundaries mean nothing if they're not enforced. The saying goes, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. That applies. God made them face consequences for violating the boundaries he said. He said, I'll put an enmity between thee and the woman and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head and thou shalt bruise his heel. Even the, the snake got some consequences. The Lord said unto the serpent, because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle and above every beast of the field. Upon thy belly shalt thou go and dust shalt shalt thou eat all the days of thy life harsh but he tricked them boundaries have to be enforced to be effective until the woman oh we already got that he said he'll greatly multiply the sorrow and thy conception and sorrow thou shalt bring forth children and thy desire shall be to thy husband and he shall rule over thee so we see a bit of a reversal now in the power dynamic in the relationship between Adam and Eve before even when given instruction directly from God Adam listened to Eve without question now God is saying mm, it's going to be the other way around and I look around today and I know some of my female friends who are still working on not being uh, so connected to their male partners that are leading them astray but they can't help it you know, something is just kind of, and it happens to men too. Let's not get off track. Lastly, God said unto Adam, because thou, the word 17 now, because thou hearkened unto the voice of thy wife and has eaten of the tree of which I commanded thee, saying, thou shalt not eat of it. Remember, God said this directly to Adam. Sometimes we voice our boundaries directly to our loved ones and they ignore them anyway. Thou shalt not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for thy sake. In sorrow shalt thou eat of it all the days of thy life. Thorns also thistles shall it bring forth to thee, and thou shalt eat the herb of the field. You got to work the field now. Now you have to plow the ground, wait for the crops to grow. Before, everything was just out. Here, here you go. Now you have to go work since you wanted to know so much. And finally, after these decrees, they were cast out of the garden. 23 says, therefore, the Lord God sent him forth from the garden of Eden to till the ground from whence he was taken. So he drove out the man and placed him at the east 
and placed at the east of the Garden of Eden cherubims and a flaming sword which turned every way to keep the way of the tree of life. Now that had to be an awkward walk, you know, between Adam and Eve. Boundaries have to be enforced. Today's, I'm here to tell, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna just get my point out and I'm not gonna be here for long. It's hot. And I'm, I'm gonna say this and go sit down. God did not smite them right then and there. He did not. He did say that they would have to die eventually. So maybe that's what, maybe he was telling them, this is what my consequences will be if you eat this. Not if you eat this, you will die right there. Sometimes you can warn people of your reaction to try to get ahead of it, you know? And they still might not listen anyway. But what did God do? Did he completely shut down and say nothing? No. Did he go run and talk to the angels about him? No. He gave them time to speak for themselves and then issued out consequences. Today's society may tell you that if someone you love does not pay attention to one of your boundaries, that it's instantly, that's it, it's over, that's it. Don't say anything, there's nothing else to say. You're an enemy now. But God loved his children enough to let them, one, speak their peace, and two, continue on about their lives with consequences I say that is love true love I say that if you really love someone you can't just completely cut them off but if you truly love someone you will not allow their negative behavior to continue you will give them some sort of consequences to me, that's love. I have a son. He's six years old. Sometimes he disobeys. If I did not love him as much as I did, I would say nothing. I would do nothing. I would allow him to continue to walk down the wrong path. But instead, God corrected his children, even when they violated one of his most, if not the most, the only rule that they were supposed to listen to. Now, what else does this tell us? Maybe don't beat yourself up so bad when you mess up. The first two major characters that we see in the book who got instruction directly from the creator himself disobeyed. Now, if that does not comment on the human condition, I don't know what does. Many of us are violating God's boundaries in our relationships because we're listening to our earthly partner instead of what God told us to do. Many of us, like Adam and Eve, are absent and not seeing about our partner when that serpent comes to convince them. Where was Adam? Where was Adam? But even still, God loved them enough to 
to give them solid consequences of their actions that fit the wrong they did. He didn't fly off the handle and throw a fireball down on earth. He gave them time to speak and then meted out consequences. In this world, if you really love someone, I say, be like God in the story. Set boundaries and don't be afraid to enforce them. Don't be afraid to tell someone, hey, you heard exactly what I asked. And I love you so much. But it is time for you to walk that way. Many times in my life, I was slowed down. Because the people around me were violated. I promise, I'm not, I'm not going to be long. How, how, how long are we at right now? Many times, the people in our lives, or my life, were violating my boundaries left and right, left and right. And I did not speak up. And I suffered. I suffered. I love these people very much, but they just didn't listen at all to what I asked. And in order to grow, I had to enforce my boundaries. I had to stand on what I knew was right for myself and what God asked me to do. And I had to tell that person, Yo, you, gotta, you, you have to walk this way. I had to tell that person, you have to walk this way. If there's anyone listening right now who's struggling with enforcing boundaries, I encourage you not to throw a fireball at the situation, but do what God did. Give the person a chance to speak and don't be afraid to part ways with love with people who aren't paying attention to your boundaries. Just because you are not walking right next to a person, it doesn't mean that you don't love them. God is still watching. I'm sure God watched them walk right out of the garden. And as we see, God continued to intervene in the lives of the people in the Bible after this. But don't be afraid to enforce your boundaries in your own garden. God bless you and keep you. Thank you for listening. I'm going to go sit down. Thank you.